Hello and welcome back to the For Footsake podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Bristow, and on this pod, we'll discuss future stars, the next set of icon swaps, and go over some listener questions. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoy. Okay, and welcome back to the For Footsake podcast again. We've got two returning guests on the podcast. We've got Jose and Chill. Jose, welcome back. Always a pleasure. Always happy to be here. There we go. And we also have Mark Foot Trader. Mark, welcome back. Thank you. Happy to be here. Good, good, good here. And today we've got our new guest today, Paduzzi43. Paduzzi, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Honored to be here. So Paduzzi, with our first time guest, we always ask them, when did you first start getting to play FIFA? So it was so funny. So the very first FIFA I played was FIFA 13. And I had no knowledge of anything football related. I literally just got the game because my friend wanted me to play it. And I said, what's your favorite team? He's like, you Manchester United. I was like, okay, my favorite team is going to be Manchester United too then. So straight as it gets to it. But um, playing Ultimate Team, like the first legit um, FIFA I played Ultimate Team was FIFA 17. And then going from FIFA 17 to 18, that's when I kind of got into making content for it. Um, going into when I first became a content creator, which was in 2018. Yeah, so we're about to get onto that as well. What kind of what kind of made you become a content creator and a streamer? Um, basically because you know I had a love of um, playing um, video games, and I just at one point realized why not? I play I play video games so so much. Why not do it in front of people and for content? Just at the time because being a completely different dude, kind of a way to you know expand and get to you know get to know people. Is at the time it's not like as outgoing as I am now. So I was like, you know, it'd be a good way to get to know people that do the same thing that I do. Did, and it tur- yeah. turned did, out pretty well. <laughs> did you know any personally that streamed already beforehand or not? Um, as I said, probably the most influential person, content creator, was probably 89 skills that got me into being a content creator. So definitely 89 skills was like the first person that maybe like really influenced me to be like, hey, maybe this would be something I'd want to do. Yeah, no, definitely a, a great guy to look up to. Obviously, he's you know, a great streamer, and obviously seeing where he's at now is uh, it's great to see. Um, mm-hmm. But again, we are going to get into the first topic here. So the first topic of today, we're going to be going over Future Stars Team 1. Again, I know there's not been too much additional content released with the first team, and I know they are leaving some more stuff until Team 2. But we'll go with you, Mark, to start with. Mark, what's your initial thoughts on Team 1 of the Future Stars yeah, so I'm going to be completely honest. After Team of the Year, I've had a little break from FIFA. I felt a bit burnt out um, after that. But looking at this team, uh, there's a few good cards in there. Future Stars is always one of them promos which is very hyped because without it, these cards wouldn't be maybe end game or maybe as use- usable as they should be. I look at Reese James, for example. You know, he's a bog standard, rare gold right back. He gets a future star card, 87 rated. Suddenly, he's one of the best right-backs in the Premier League. And that's what this promo is all about. It's getting them players and boosting them up. And yeah, I do think there is a few um, good cards within this team. You know, you've got the likes of Rayner from um, Borussia Dortmund, who looks very good. Even the likes of Harvey Barnes. He's a cam card in the Premier League. You know, good links. So... I think the team's okay. I don't think it's outstanding. I don't think it's maybe at the standard as years gone by. But I think I think they've done okay on this promo. Nothing nothing major, nothing dreadful. Just an okay for me. 
Yeah, I think definitely mm. because we are following Team of the Year, going from these Team of the Year cards to to these cards, is it seems like a massive drop. Also, like you said, Mark, the whole idea of kind of future stars is that the we're giving cards that maybe won't be usable beforehand, making them usable. So again, we're adding to the pool of players that, again, I said, Mark, you've got a absolute god team right now. And I don't think any of these cards get into the team. Maybe Kamavinga, maybe. Um, so it's tough for someone like you. Um, Paduzzi, I want to go to you next. What What are your kind of first impressions on Future Stars Team 1? So, like, it's kind of a um, definitely a drop down from Team of the Year. But to be realistic, after saving up 650 plus packs, packing nothing, it's kind of, it's kind of a, a breath of fresh air to finally maybe have a shot at packing something, you know. <laughs> Decent, because you all, everyone, you know, with pack weight, I feel like that's maybe why they made it so difficult to pack team of the years, just so you know it wouldn't be like a massive amount of people having this incredible, these incredible players, knowing that this promo would come out. Uh, but the thing is, like, I'm looking at like Dest, and I can't really think of anybody off the top of my head that plays right back. It's like a great, one of the best options in La Liga uh, to play. I did a um, review on Kuluzewski to be like would he be better than the Ronaldo? Because everyone went and did the Ronaldo SBC and he was actually like a lot better. So that's like another great option to go with. Uh, the goalkeeper, the goalkeeper for Madrid really makes like no sense. <laughs> like not relevant to me really. But yeah, the, the top guys, Um, Berwin getting a um, weak foot upgrade was massive uh, to a four-star, four-star to make it a really good option. I'm honestly kind of happy especially with the SBCs they released that make it like if you like think about it and do it smartly like you actually can obtain a lot of these for a cheap price if you do the SBCs come correctly so I'm I would consider like an eight out of ten I'm pretty I'm pretty I'm pretty high up on it I like it yeah and obviously like I said you did the uh, the Kulusevsky review we did have Jose I saw earlier literally about half an hour ago you did go ahead and pack Kulusevsky was that in a play pick as well it was. You absolutely love to see it. Um, I'm, I'm kind of the player pick goat. Uh, I think it's pretty yeah. undeniable at this point. I think you'll find out soon, Mr. Bristow. Uh, but that's something for the future. Uh, as far as my opinions on the Future Touch promo, I, I've made it very clear it's my favorite promo. I do love following um, football on the youth side and the prospect side uh, in real life. And so the promo is really right up my alley. And there's very little they could do wrong in my eyes. The Bruno SBC, um, in my opinion, is perfect. Really good value, really good player. I ended up going with the CDM version. Um, but looking at the first team, I, I think it's very easy to overlook the players until you look a little bit deeper. Like Paduzzi called out, the Bergwijn weak foot upgrade makes them a very viable left mid option where a lot of people may say the Gold Sun and Rashfords are kind of fading out at this point in the year. Um Barnes gives another great cam option if you weren't able to get one of the informed Brunos or the player of the month or something like that. But the the one that I think everybody's overlooking is Sabaslai, a left mid in the Bundesliga. And the card stats-wise just looks absolutely insane. Um, so I think that's probably the sleeper pick for my favorite out of this uh, team one. So far, I've packed Lunin and I've packed Kulusevsky. So I'm excited to see, you know, what else is in the works? Yeah, it looks decent. Again, I, I don't want to go ahead and try and pronounce his name. I'm going to butcher it. But he does look at a great card. And the only issue with that card really is that the Bundesliga, again, I think it's definitely one of the better leagues this year as far as special cards go. The only issue the Bundesliga has is in the forwards and the attack. 
That's where they yeah. lack. Again, you've got team of the year Lewandowski, but apart from that, it's tough to link him in. I know they did go ahead and release a Sabitzer SBC about a week ago. And it kind of makes it seem as though they did the Sabitzer to make sure you can get a link in with this guy here. So, again, apart from that, though, I really don't think there's too many bad players in here. Again, you've got Lunin. Again, like Paduzzi said, is a almost pointless card. Now you've got Courtois in the game already. And But again, the rest of it looks decent. I mean, James is going to get go ahead and get the position changed to CDM next week. You've also got Reina, who's going to go to a wide cut, wide play card next week. Then also Dallow moves over to a right back. So again, some interesting moves there. Um, as far as the addition on content goes, I know, Jose, you said you've gone ahead and did the Bruno Guimaraes. Have any of you guys done any of the others, which is either Brewster or the Pedro Goncalves? Or not? I've I've gave every SBC a miss. Um just because, as you mentioned, my team is pretty much stacked up and there's no use for these cards. Um, just have a little flex there. But Rian Brewster, what a terrible SBC that is. Even if he went in my team and he would upgrade it, I'm not doing it. Um, value for money, dreadful. I mean, how many tradable strikers, especially in the Premier League, can you get for a fraction of that price? Mm-hmm. It, like now, said, Brewster it, has to be one of the worst value SBCs of the year. Yes. Just makes no sense. The three star skill moves also just really makes them unviable. I'm down to hate on him, but yeah, not great. I wanted to like it. I wanted to like it. I, I like I said the issue is, is that I think the Bruno card, the first one, was very well priced. Um, the CDM one was definitely the better version, I think, the one that you did, Jose. But again, Brewster just mm-hmm. isn't a. You don't look at it and go, "Wow!" Like you look at Harvey Barnes, who's already got a card. I know Harvey Barnes is three star four star as well, but. It's not really a card you look at and you go, all right, I'm going to get him in the team. He's going, to, he's going to improve my team. Maybe if he was cheaper or even an objective card. Again, we'll move on to possibly the other stuff as well. Um, also, again, they've released Sandro Tonali too. I think Sandro Tonali, in my opinion, one of the best objective cards they've released so far. Um, have any of you guys gone ahead and done them yet or not? I actually used the players from the Tonali objective, rinse them through the player pick SPC, and that's how I got Kulusevsky. So a moment of just magic. <laughs> And uh, Tenali is another player. I've actually used this once to watch. I did the uh, SBC in the beginning of the year, and I've used him in the weekend league even. I think the 77 card is actually still quite a decent card. So to see in 87 moments, I'm I'm super excited. Okay. Again, also, we are going to move on to potential Team 2 players as well. Again, Team 2, they've definitely guaranteed it's going to be obviously the CDM uh, Reese James, the right back Dallow, and also the wide player Rayner. Uh, is there any other guys? I know we mentioned on the last podcast a few players that we wouldn't mind seeing in here. Um, Peruzzi, I want to start with you first this time. Is there any cards that haven't been released yet in future stars that you do want to see come in team two or not? Yeah, wouldn't Dan James be a nice card? Maybe potential flashback. Yeah, potential. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Very interesting. Um, up. I feel like should have got one, and he didn't. Maybe, maybe I could. May, I, I may maybe make a um, case for them. I don't think Green. I mean, I don't think Greenwood would be obviously one. I feel like he was one yet last year, right? Yeah, yeah. Got you. I don't know. I'm just interested to see how Matt. Like I, it, it's not just going to be like mainly them repositioning all the ones that are already out or are they playing definitely like 100% bringing new people in? I think it, what it looks like is going to be a full team two with the addition of these three. At least I hope so anyway. I hope they don't bring out eight new cards with the additional three. Exactly, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't know. 
Yeah, that's my thoughts on it. Trying to think of a couple. Mark, we'll go on to you this time. Mark, are you anyone that you think could get into Team Two here? Um, I was just having a little browse there, actually. Um, Jesse Lingard. Don't do me like this. Come on. She, okay, <laughs> go. <laughs> I love it. Yes, <laughs> up and coming talent, young talent. Yes, at all times. But um, it, you know, I think Torres for Manchester City has a very good shout. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. I've not thought about him yet. He's and, uh, and to and to Fatty as well, Barcelona. But I, I think in, ter- in terms of like the popular sort of cars, you Phil Ford and Jamison Greenwoods, them sort of players. I think we've had them in the past already, so they're probably out of the equation. I can't see them not adding a Liverpool player in there. I think Curtis Jones could be the one English central midfielder, and imagine a Bellingham, Bellingham um, to link up with him. You know, yeah, strong link to Jaden Sancho. There's definitely some ones this year that I think people don't know too much. You feel like last year and the year before, there's a lot more younger players that have been more popular in real life, people have heard of. I feel like there's definitely some cards in this first one here that people aren't too sure about or know too much about them. Jose, move on to you some, Jose. Is there any cards that we've not spoken about yet or cards that we have mentioned that you would like to see in the team too? Uh, one of my mods, uh, Bobby Hill, plays very popular in a lot of communities. He actually uh, is a big Everton fan, and Ben Godfrey has been absolutely killing it for Everton. Um, so it'd be cool to see a notable defender in the uh, in the Prem that's not a Joe Gomez <laughs> type. So that would be one that I would definitely call out. Um, I'd be interested to see if they would give something to Fabio Silva, uh, Portuguese, really talented player playing for Wolves right now. Hasn't really hit the ground running, but he's been getting playtime since Jimenez uh, was unfortunately injured earlier in the season. So he could be someone that I'd kind of like earmark for the academy objective that they said they're going to be bringing. Um, like what we had last year with Martin Odegaard and Osimhen and James. Um, but there, there are quite a few players. It's just hard to pick which ones uh, are not established enough because I know uh, EA's made the effort to state that these are players that are coming into the fold. So, of course, someone like Mbappe, despite meeting the age requirement, wouldn't make it. Um, I don't know if Saka is too established in the Arsenal side now to get one, even though I think he's very deserving of it. Um, so maybe a Joe Willock, who had a really good debut for Newcastle. Yeah, it's a good shout there. Again, last year, I know Team 2. I think Team 2 last year was a better Team 2. I know they released Jaff. Uh, no, Jafflix was the first, I'm sorry. Um, Erlenbert Harlan was in the second team. And I know they released Lautaro Martinez in the second team as well. So, obviously, Harlan, was, Harlan had a great season last season. Ended up getting one. I hope, I really hope there is some top kind of tier players in this one here. Again, like I said, I think a Bakary Saka could definitely, definitely be it. Um, and also, again, there is a few other cars that could kind of get that top tier one. Again, Fatty is definitely one that I think is going to get like a maybe a 91, 92 red card. He does get one. But I think they could surprise us with a few here. Again, like Mark said earlier, G Bellingham could be a great shout, especially for being English and in the Bundesliga. Some good links there too. So, Definitely, there could be some cards here that we maybe might not know too much of. Um, again, even a Fabio, Fabio Silva, again, academy players. I really liked these objectives last year. What I will say is that last year I had a really bad experience with Ozymen because that card was such a lie. And I thought that card <laughs> was going to be amazing. It, the card, I think, had 94 pace, 90 shooting. It took me around 50 games to get to that final card. And I got him and I absolutely hated the card. 
So <laughs> I don't know if it's because it took me that long to get him and he just was, wasn't was what I thought it was going to be. Um, but again, I think there is potential here for there to be kind of some more players released. Um, but boy, so far, again, Jose, we'll go back to you this time. What have you made of the promo as a whole so far? Are you you happy with how it's gone so far? Would you want some more stuff early on or not? There, There's one big miss, in my opinion, which, well, two big misses. The first is the Real Brewster um, SBC. I just think it was very tone deaf of EA to release it the way they did uh, for the price and for the card itself. But also, for example, I think today's content was just a daily SBC. And not that every day has to be some sort of blockbuster event, considering it's a two-week promo, but it got me excited for Team 2, at least, you know? we're, we're it, It's a Tuesday right now when we're recording. I feel like you can start dropping some sort of teaser for what's coming. Maybe, you know, make the whole player pick vote thing that they're doing on Twitter for the talent scouting is what they call it. Um, make that a more prevalent part of the game. They're having uh, people on Twitter decide which nation they want for an SBC. And then they're going to l- release a position based on which country gets the most votes. So that's how we ended up getting the Brewster SBC is because everybody voted for England and then for the striker position. Um, if that was a more prevalent part of the game itself, Maybe it had its own loading screen or something like that. It would just boost up the hype a little more instead of having a dead Tuesday through Thursday getting ready for that Friday release. Yeah, it's been, again, I I know we always in the podcast, we always gone about like sometimes we maybe are treated too well as far as them giving us loads of content. But on days like today, especially the, the being early in a promo, I think I saw someone tweet early saying that, during these promos, they should be releasing a lot of stuff. Again, I know we've just gone through Team of the Year. There was a dead period from kind of Tuesday until Friday. And I get that. Between promos, maybe have like a break. Um, but it just kind of feels, seems a bit, I don't know. Again, everyone wants content, but it doesn't seem great. Doozy, what have you made of the uh, kind of the, the promo so far? I feel like I feel I feel like talking and taking a break. I feel like they took a pretty long break during Team of the Year. The whole time I was waiting on something, they just kept taking a break. But... So this this one, like, I don't want to say I hate it. I was just, like, waiting and waiting. And once they brought out the 82 to 88s and the 81 pluses, which I asked um, player picks, which I think are really good value, then I think it boosts up a little bit. Uh, the daily SBCs, to be honest, when I'm looking at this Brewster, one, one, don't get me wrong, the first thing I think is that they're kind of forcing something that would link to Rooney and that, like, they'll be like, oh, it would make it expensive. doesn't matter. People are going to look at it. Need link for Rain Run Wayne Rooney and from correct me if I'm wrong. What and this is the price for this card is very similar to the Dybala that came out. Am I wrong on that? Dybala was cheaper, I believe. And Dybala yeah. is cheaper and massively better than this card. That's kind of yeah. the way you look. I look at it and saying, Man, this is how much they value English strikers from a, a prem. Make Dybala like you have a Dybala card that's insanely better. I'm like with the daily cards that come out, especially the Bruno. The Bruno that came out um, is, I think, is amazing. Definitely a very long term card, especially the CDM. You have to pick the CDM. The Pedro one is kind of like you're forced to pick the um, right winger because the center mid makes absolutely zero sense to do. But then you plus you have to at least have a Portuguese link or um, Liga Nas, which is kind of like the reason I wouldn't go after that one. So. Like once they brought out the 82 to 88s and the 81 pluses, I've been satisfied. But 
as Jose said, like you gotta get like get us excited and bring out something. Like today you do one daily SBC and it's like, all right, well that's it for today. Like <laughs> I don't know. I think I think they should just, you know, maybe bring out something or hints or I don't know. But I mean, I guess the 82 to 88 and 81 pluses for me, the way I do things get me excited, make it pretty easy, like a semi easy way to get them. But other than that, kind of like they like drop it and then they have like a four day period of like, we're not going to do anything until the next team comes out. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's strange again. Obviously, I would love to know the amount of people that go into each decision made by EA and kind of the steps and process to get to each point. It just seems, again, it just seems strange that we're getting to this point now, again, already, what, four or five days into the promo, and we're kind of like, okay, well, what's going to happen next? Uh, Mark, are you are you along the, along the same lines here, really? Yeah, um, pretty much agree with what's been said. The one thing I want to add is I think the community as a whole has expected a flashback SBC to drop at some point. I know... Joe Gomez, flashback to his FIFA 19 Future Stars. And uh, I'm going to shout out King Lampard right now because he came up with the idea of a Furlan Mendy. So I'm sure he'll love that. Um, so, yeah, so just something along the lines of a flashback from a previous year of a player. Um, I think that's been talked about a lot. Nothing's came so far. So, yeah. It'd be that's- the perfect time. Sorry to interrupt. It'd be the perfect time to do the flashback Ronaldo now flashback to when he was a future mm, yeah. star you know I, I feel like there's a lot of steps that they can take um and to continue the conversation even if it was like three hours of one hour long flash sbcs every other day or every day it, it it's not even about getting more content because bristos made the wonderful point that we are kind of spoiled for content but just making it more exciting in the moment i think they've done a great job of raising everyone's expectations and if they're not constantly there or giving us content worth being excited for, then it's automatically deemed as a failure. It's tough. Again, I know going back to, obviously, we had, we'd have kind of like a, a flashback to Nali to his card last year with the objective card. Um, again, hopefully we do get some good flashback cards again. I know, I kind of feel like the the teaser of the Ronaldo 2 when he was younger has now made everyone think it's going to be like a, a flashback Neymar or a flashback Messi to when they were younger, maybe like a, a faster card, something like that. I don't believe they're going to bring out one of them. But again, it would be nice. Although I feel like the that Pedro card is, if you didn't get Ronaldo done, you can get this card done here. Again, right, right wing Portuguese. And again, did any, first of all, did any of you guys get that Ronaldo card done or not? I, I did. did. I've just got his team in the year, Max. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, right, oh my God. Got that small flex in there. Wow. My wow. goodness, when I, yep, 650 <laughs> packs and I get nothing. He's like, yep, you're Ronaldo, no problem. But <laughs> Duzzi, what, well, what, what have you made of the uh, flashback Ronaldo cut so far? Don't even, don't even use him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. I ran, I ran out of, I ran out of player. I, I was using, I had so much fodder. I just, you did him and put him on the pen. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I did Ronaldo because I had too much fodder because I kept getting nothing from teams and I kept getting nothing. <laughs> it's sad. It's sad. You get so many, so much fodder from all the team a year, and that that's just what I'm saying with like <laughs> talking about promos and kind of like having expectations 
And then we talk about being spoiled, um, you know, potentially spoiled for content. But then like during team of year, it's like every single day you're waiting on something, waiting on something. And like, as I pointed kind of last year, we had a 83 plus and that's where it's like that solves the solution of putting all your fodder at. But then we never got that. So now I'm just mm-hmm. like player to player to player because that's the only place I can put fodder at. So sometimes you just have to like kind of make sense with, man, well, you're doing all these um, league upgradables. You're getting fodder after fodder, the same fodder. Why don't we release an 83 plus so you can put all your fodder in? So it's like a cycle. Never happened. It happened last year pack three team of the years because of it <laughs> didn't happen this year welcome flashback cr7 and that's it <laughs> i will say i think that's probably why the player picks are my favorite piece of content that they've done this year it's because i'm not expecting something amazing whereas with a pack especially a big pack um i found the 100ks and ultimate packs to be the biggest fraudulent disappointment of, of my life during mm-hmm. team of the year um, but with the player picks, I'm just looking for like an 83 and 84 rated player. And if I find that I'm happy, like, I think those do a great job of tampering expectations. Um, and I wish we had those during team of the year, but regarding flashback Ronaldo, I think he's my favorite SPC that I've done this year. Would you, have you, did you use the normal Ronaldo beforehand or not? Yes. So I packed Ronaldo before the early access came out, uh, when I was doing advanced SBCs on the web app, <clears throat> I can flex it too. <laughs> Maybe not team of the year level, but I used them for about three months, two months, something like that. And I thought he was absolutely incredible. And using flashback Ronaldo now, I can tell you for if regular Ronaldo makes 10 out of 10 shots, flashback will make seven out of 10. And you just have to be a little bit more conscious to make sure you don't use this weak foot as much. But besides that, you're getting a cut price Ronaldo for a million coins less. I, think, I, I loved yeah. it. I think that's what most people, again, people saw the car, people saw the face stats and they were like, I can't believe they've done this. This, this Ronaldo car looks crap. But from everyone that I've spoken to that's used the card, they're going to say the exact same thing is that this card is a good player, but he's not as good as the other one, which makes sense. Again, he's a million, million coins cheaper Again, the stats aren't there, but again, he's got all the other traits, everything else to make him the Ronaldo card. So again, it's almost like a baby icon version of Ronaldo. Um, maybe not what everyone wants, but again, for people who, like Jose, can't afford these top players. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> it, it's, a, it's a viable option, okay? It's a viable wow. option. If you, if you can only pack one team of the year. Um, oh, that's that two shots. I didn't miss that one. <laughs> Just producing hey, it's better than zero, right? If it is This is really tough. It's tough. <laughs> it's all uh... 600, 650 packs. Let's just throw that out there. That's that's the other thing as well, is that people can save up so many packs. And I think the issue is, is that you don't always get the, the reward that you probably deserve for saving this many packs. Again, I know Mark, I think Mark saved up 265, got two team of the years in that. I saved up and did about 80 packs and I got two as well. And it, it definitely, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to flex here, but it's one of those no, things. That, okay. Um, one of those okay. things that it's just it's so hard to really judge. You, you don't know. There's no guarantee of what you're going to get from a certain pack. Um, what we are going to do quickly now, we're going to have a quick break. 
Then we'll be right back, and then we're going to go over Mark, Team of the Week predictions, and then look ahead to potential Icon Swaps 2 coming out this Friday. So be right back, guys. Welcome back after the break. So to begin with here, we want to go through Mark's Team of the Week predictions. Mark, again, does the Team of the predictions every single week. Mark, what are you making of the Team of the Week this week? Raphael Varane. I think that's all I'm going to say. Um, obviously, he scored two goals at the weekend. Um, if he doesn't get any, he's been robbed. And I think that's the card everybody played the weekend league for. Um, we all know how broke he is in game. Very good card. And I think he really is the highlight of this team of the week. There could be two or three different Manchester City players who get into the team after their performance against Liverpool. Gundogan, yeah, I don't know if he's guaranteed because he's rumoured to be in the player of the month running. Memphis Depay, again, he's not as good as previous years. Might still be a nice card for some people. And again, you know, it's the same theme week on, week out. Um, it's becoming dead. You're getting these red picks and are they improving your team? Probably not. You know, Manuel Neuer might, Manuel Neuer might get into the team. But again, what's the price of his team of the year? I'm sure everybody's got five, 600,000 coins at this stage of the game now, where if they really wanted that card, they could go out and get it. Um, yeah. Obviously, J- Jesse Lingard at West Ham. So he probably won't get his future stars because he'll be in the team of the week. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure, yeah. But no, Makes sense. One guy to touch on there. I think, I think Luke Shaw could be a decent option here if he does get in. Purely because there's not too many like mid-range Prem left-backs. Again, you've got Patrick Van Arnholt, Andy Robertson, who are both very, very expensive for what they are. Again, you have the Adama freeze card as well. I think if Luke Shaw does get in there, and I know there's a lot of guys out there who maybe started FIFA late, I think Shaw is a decent option for left-back, potentially. Um, but look at the rest of it here again. Like I said, you've gone through it, really. Team of the Week, and we always say on the podcast every single time we go through this Team of the Week, is that it's just not... You never look at the team the week and go, right, I want to get that guy for my team. Maybe maybe Varane. Um, but apart from that this week, it's... Definitely very... Varane. <laughs> yeah, definitely Varane. <laughs> but I dread to think how much this card's going to be as well. It's going to be... I don't know. Mm, yeah. But no, apart from that, I mean, like I said, it is a okay team. I think last week's team of the week had to be up there, one of the better ones. But again, like I said, we all know what it's like now. Red picks just really aren't worth the hassle a lot of the time. And I think that's why a lot of guys are, again, I stopped the goal through this week and I know a lot of guys are. And it's just, you get to a point now where same same thing every single week. Everyone looks forward to the promos, but not the team of the week. Uh, what we mm. do want to move on to next here, again, we, I've not heard anything as of yet. I think everyone is basically having a good guess that Icon Swaps 2 is going to be released this Friday, along with a new season and obviously team to our future stars. Jose, I want to start with you first this time. What was your kind of experience through the first of Icon Swaps? Icon Swaps is my bread and butter. It's how I got to use my first icon in FIFA 20. And I know a lot of uh, casual or just players that aren't too great with the market had the same experience. Um, and, and I think I was very surprised with how Icon Swaps worked uh, for season one because we uh, it, it was a very big departure from what we had in FIFA 20. And I think it was a departure for the better. It gave you a little more liberty in what you wanted to do. You didn't have to settle for 
an icon because you ran out of tokens going for the mid icon pack for example um which is something a lot of people faced with icon swaps last year it felt like it was um a good formula it got it gave you the chance to use a lot of icons but it wasn't the right amount of tokens available in my opinion whereas with the uh release that we just had I got to get more packs with, I'm a pack addict. I think a lot of people are. And mm-hmm. uh, those packs got me a nominee Robertson uh, during team of the year, the 83 times 25. So not only is it the chance to get big packs, sorry, but, <laughs> but it's also exciting. How, how often do you get eight, 83 plus guaranteed players, much less 25 of them? And all you got to do is, autos simulate random squad battles against 60 rated squads. I, I think that's a worthwhile trade-off. Um, I, I do think the icons that they provided were an afterthought. The only one I can think of is, I think, Mid-Coleman. Um, but the the concept of a player pick SBC for a, uh, I'm not, not SBC, a player pick for an icon is brilliant. It, unfortunately, it was a baby or a base icon uh, for like 17 or 16 tokens out of 18. But if it was something more accessible for, let's say, a base or a mid at like 8 to 10 or 11 tokens, I would definitely do it without a second thought. Yeah, it was definitely... I I liked the idea of they added more packs in and they kind of took away some of the other icons. But I'll agree there is that the icons that they gave us, I don't think anyone was really tempted to do any of those icons. Again, I looked at a few of them and I was like, ah, I might do that one, I might do that one. But again, everyone, EA knows how much everyone loves to do packs. If they give us these big, juicy packs to open, people are going to do it, especially come team of the season, sorry, team of the year, when a lot of people want to leave these packs, save these packs, open these bigger cards, to get these bigger cards. And I don't know whether people will take packs now, although, again, I know what people are like. Everyone wants to take packs. Paduzzi, I want to move on to you next. What kind of what did you do in Icosworks 1 and what did you make of it? Well, let me just put this in perspective. So if you grinded and you, there's like two days left and the 17, <laughs> Henri, how relevant would Henri be, right? Right. If you were like at the end with two days left and you're like, all right, I finally got the best player out of this whole deal is getting 90 Henri. How relevant <laughs> would he be there's like a billion that that's the thing with um this one this one i think always just going with a like icon pack to get you one is solid or like the haji um at the beginning is definitely like haji would definitely still be a card i'd be using 89 haji for nine but that was like the con- the smart combination that I did was like, I was like, yeah, I'm going to get the 83 times five. I'm going to get the um, base icon pack, which I got Viera. I can flex something. <laughs> got Viera. <laughs> Goodness gracious. But that was it because I was like, okay, what's the best card you're going to give me? And it's um so like you can choose either an 89 plus bid icon, the base icon player pick as Jose mentioned, or 90 rated Henri. I just feel like it's not even like between a player pick and Henri. They just have to make the final card better. And with icon swaps too, that's the thing with me though. By the time you get to that point, how relevant is that player going to be by the time you're capable of getting it? Because it's going to take a very long time to get to that point. And that's why with icon swaps too, I'll probably be at the point of, I think it will be relevant by the time either the first batch is out 
and maybe the second best because then towards this like the end part how many players are really going to that you can get are really going to be relevant by that time especially with like promo after promo coming out you know that's why i think the earlier options are going to be way more effective than waiting it out for those the the insane card you get at the end yeah i don't think anyone really was tempted to wait to get that last card i know last yeah. year they tried doing that with a few of these cards they at least gave us like a kind of dangled the carrot there being like hey if you want to if you want to wait this long if you're prepared to wait you can get this amazing card but the issue that this or the first set is that there was no kind of there was no temptation to do it mm-hmm. um and like, like both of you said you've kind of gone for the ones you can get more attainable at first and like i said i liked that they added the packs in i did but I just want them to be kind of more to grind for. And again, Padoos, like I said there, they always seem to make these cards at the end. They always seem to make them not good enough for when you actually get to them. That goes also ties into the season cards as well. Again, you've got, again, I think the Emerson Pulisic and the other one was... Uh, exactly. It was yeah. player. Player, that's the one. And again, when you get to those cards, you're mm-hmm. like, okay, this is a bit, a bit average. But if we could get them when they came out, they'd be good. So I think they are trying really hard this year to slow down the power curve really, really hard. But I don't know. I just want there to be kind of some more temptation to kind of grind out and go for these end cards. And if you are patient enough, if you are willing to wait, then you should be rewarded with a better card mm-hmm. than people who maybe are impatient and will open straight away. Yeah. So, and just to interfere with the objective or the objectives, just think about it. Once you grinded the level 30, just go buy Dest instead of Emerson. You waited this whole time to get Emerson right back from La Liga, and now there's Dest. Be like, okay, I'm just going to cop yeah. Dest instead of. Biz, it's like, Biz, I haven't gotten to 30 like any season now because I'm just not motivated enough to get the level 30 cards. And that's what they, they need to make the level 30 cards a lot more motivating instead of getting and grinding towards an 85, an 86, and an 87 that just aren't relevant enough. That's the thing is there's no there's no motivation to really do it. And again, it goes back to EA kind of not wanting you to play the game, but to to grind the menus out. And uh, I think that's what a lot of us do do. Uh, Mark, I want to mm. move on to you here. I know, Mark, you did pack something decent from one of these uh, Icon Swaps packs. Um, Mark, what did you make of Icon Swaps 1? Um, breath, breath of fresh air for me. Um, instead of being sort of dictated to which icons you can have, which ones you can't have. Um, I remember the first one last year on FIFA, the first icon swaps that is, there was a lot of hype surrounding it. And I remember it was something like 23 tokens got you a baby Rio, which obviously it's a very nice card. But looking back, that's 23 tokens. That's a hell of a lot of games um, to play. And I think just having that option of, I think, Two tokens got you two ultimate packs. You know, there is some casuals who might only play five, six games a week on FIFA. And it's something for them to grind towards instead of having to save up seven, eight tokens to get a Trezeguet or someone like that. So I did like it. I liked the packs because some people, these icons might not fit in their team. People like myself anyways, who, you know, I'm not flexing, but we have... A slightly better than average team. Like there is some people out there, whether they spend money, whether they trade, whether they have unbelievable luck, where these cards don't always fit directly into their team. It just gives them another option as well. 
obviously I went for the packs. Got their 85 times five pack. I think we got 585s, didn't we, Max? Yeah, that, that's the thing that these packs, they're, they're good. But I saw so many bad 85 times five and 83 times 25. So, Mark, do you want to say how your 83 times 25 went? I'll just, I'll mention first, I got the two ultimate packs as well. We didn't get a walkout. The 85 times five, we got 585s. And I think when you opened my 83 times 25, um, Bruno Fernandez, team of the year, was yeah. he in there? He may have, he may have <laughs> popped out, and I, and I may have accidentally opened that. Yeah. We, were, we were meant to open a different pack as well. <laughs> he was like, no, I'm okay right with time. it. He was like, no, I'm okay. I'm okay with that one. Yeah, no complaints. Hey, you want to open my packs next time? <laughs> I was going to say, maybe you can get better than Inform Marcelo out of mine. So. <laughs> How many times did you guys get that Inform Marcelo? I, I have a count. It was about six times. Was five or six. Uh, how many trolls of Neymar? So sad. Yeah. And no, you know they yo. do it on purpose. Nope, a hundred percent. To give you a troll every every single week. But now, like I said, again with the with the T or well, Icon Swaps two coming out. Uh, Mark, I want to start with you first. Time, Are you do you want more of the same? Do you want more of the same for T for Icon Swaps two? Yeah, I um, I loved Icon Swaps one. I don't. What I don't want to see, sorry, is them changing up the sort of game modes that we had them in I found that quite enjoyable you know last year it was in Rivals and I think it got a bit toxic towards the end and you had, you had D1 players dropping down to D10 and whatnot. so I quite enjoyed it being in friendlies I think the golden goal rule was unbelievable from the community um, but I don't think EA liked that so I can see them changing that or doing something about that because obviously EA want you to play the game they don't just want you to go 1-0 up win the game after five minutes and get them all grinded out within a week. Yeah, I think Golden Goal is going to be a... Uh, people will try and do it, but I believe EA will try and... Have, they'll have a trick up their sleeve to try and change things. Faduzi, are you, are you agreeing here? Do, do you want anything to change for Icon Swaps 2 or not? I mean, especially that with friendlies. Wouldn't that be nice if they kept that? Or EA would be like, no, nah, let's make things harder for everybody. If they keep it with friendlies, that would be um, great. Um, my main emphasis would definitely be not to make all the good things at the very end. Because as I said, by the very end, I think I'll, like last year when you got to that point, a lot of things weren't that relevant. I would like to say the same of maybe an obtainable maybe instead of a baby icon that at the very beginning now it's like maybe that icon or that pack is a middle icon and i'd be happy with that or like packs at the beginning like the 20, 83 times 25 like i would rather do that than wait and wait and wait for batch after batch and then at the very end get a card that ends up not even making my team people who haven't seen teams like mark doesn't really matter if I'm saying that waiting all that long because it's not relevant. It's not relevant anymore after you get you know team of the years like Bruno Fernandez. But um, as I said, if it stays in friendlies, I don't want that to change. And if they could just emphasize maybe if you like a after one or two batches, then you have some solid options because nobody's gonna wait until the very end. So don't make everything that's super good having to force to the very end. Make it obtainable within the first and second match. Jose, you were uh, along the same lines here. Yeah, I'm. I've been trying to brainstorm a solution to it, but I can't find one. But I don't love having to wait, basically the conclusion of the entire season, to be able to finish the last half of the tokens. You know, I uh, I find it just a little bit frustrating, especially if the things that are going to have the highest token value are only going to be usable 
in the beginning, like what Paduzzi's been saying. Um, so I, I think that's a little frustrating, but I really like the creative options that they've taken. I would love to see more player picks again. I'll never complain about a player pick. I think it's a really cool concept. Um, as much as I love watching, you know, the flag, the position, the club pop up when you're opening packs, I, there's something that just feels different to me about opening those player picks and having a diminished expectation and then genuinely being surprised almost every single time. Um, so more player picks, more accessible tokens at an earlier date. Yeah, I think the, the player picks, I think because it feels like you're in control of who you're yeah. getting might make it a little bit different. Again, you can you can see three players have been like an 82 plus pack and you only get one player, I think, because you kind of feel like you have a bit of control. But you, you know don't. what? I, if I could pick my dream one, it's a 10 player pick. You got to pick two. And to balance it out, it's like an 83 plus. You know what I mean? And you put in like six tokens. So there's no guarantee that you're going to get something good, but you get to pick two of them. So you don't just get one player in return. You know what I mean? I, I think there's just so many ways to go with it. Mm-hmm. Like, ugh, so so many ways to go. Like, for example, a player pick, but you can only pick the nation. And so, like, you see the nation, you see the player afterwards. Like, that's something that just came into my head. But you could play along with those concepts. Like, player pick by position. You know, there's just so many things to do. Yeah. Also, mm-hmm. going back to you're saying the uh, having to wait for the next batch. If they release tokens week by week, that's also a possibility. Although I know people might complain about that too. But say there was a season was for what, four weeks, or I think they're about how long are they usually around four weeks, over four or five weeks. If they did like say yeah. three tokens a week, and as we got through, so we weren't saying we weren't doing all ten in the first week, then waiting another month to do any of them. That's a good possibility there too. I think. Um, but again, I wouldn't hate it, but we just have to see what it's like. Yeah, exactly. I do want to move on to some viewer questions now. Um, the first one here, I do want to aim at Paduzzi here. So we've got one from uh, Juzik saying that is BPM uh-huh. worth it during future stars? I, I kind of know what Paduzzi is going to say here. Um, but Paduzzi, uh, take uh-huh. it away. Is it worth it during future stars? 100% worth it. Um, hundred percent thinking first off, thinking about the requirements, um, looking at the 82 to 88s only needing nine commons and two bronzes. Uh, so basically just to run down the explanation real quick of bronze pack method of opening bronze players or opening bronze packs, keeping all the um, bronzes that are relevant into league SBCs and, um, keeping all the other ones that aren't relevant putting them into bronze upgrades, doing the same mentality with silvers. And so once you do silver upgrades, you get three gold commons. So basically you go through that cycle and keep getting silver upgrades and you only need to do that three times to get an 82 to 88. Um, At the same time, you're doing this process and adding players to all the league SBCs that you're getting. And those are going to result in packs that give you silver plums, a lot of silver packs, which everybody underrates because as I said, all you need to do is keep doing silver upgrades and you'll continuously be able to do these 82 to 88s and also the 81 plus player picks. I'll get to the 81 plus player picks, which everyone loves over the 82 to 88s. But if you look at the team for the future star out of the 82 to 88s, you can pack eight out of 11 of the future stars from those. So swapping nine commons into that to, and then the two could be like non-relevant bronzes you have you have you can pack eight out of 11 out of there just for nine commons and i feel that that's quality 
And as you're going, you're completing league SPCs. Um, and then those league SPCs um, give you lots of silver, um, silver card packs, which lets you do more silver upgrades. But at the same time, to give you a good idea, you do this and maybe I like invest about 30,000 coins. As I'm doing that, you sell all cards that go into top five um, leagues and all of those are going to give you money. Like it's kind of like last year with fitness cards so that continuously gave you your coins back. But actually the top five nation, um, top type um, top five league cards are going to continue to give you money back. You'll continue to do a league SBCs at league SBC teams and then pack out of a it was a small, it was a small prime mixed players pack. And I pack uh, UCL Fernandinho gives me 15k just like that. So you never, you never know. These small little things can give you a lot of money back. And I can say that you know sometimes I go and I can do bronze pack method for like about five hours and be five thousand coins above profit. So it's all about you know 100% worth it. The 82 to 88s can get you a lot. And as you're doing these um, SBC packs um, at a league SBC that involves golds and there might be like mixed players packs or like small prime electrums and you think they're nothing every single rare player matters that if it's not a relevant rare player you put them in the 81s use all the gold commons that you would have used in the 82 to 88s and you get 81 player plagues and also and already get like o black and sbc fodder but it's a grind but it's a process that I do every single day on stream for hours and hours and works for me. You just have to be willing to grind. If you're not willing to grind, it's not for you. <laughs> I was about to say as well, again, Paduzzi does do that on stream every single day. So again, if you do want to know kind of about BPM, Paduzzi is a great guy to, uh, to go and watch for that. I've got another question here from EFC Ben. Ben says, is it too early to start saving packs for the team of the season? I do want to aim this towards Jose, the, uh, the winner of the packing in. Jose, what's your yes. opinion? Is it too early to start saving packs for team of the season? The correct answer is no. It's not too <laughs> early to start saving. Um, because at the end of the day, it, it, it's what you enjoy most. Um, if, if you do want to have a huge pack save uh, for team of the season, then definitely do it, especially because it's not my preferred, but it's like a month-long promo. Um, I, I personally have always had gripes with how long team of the season lasts. However, um, whereas with team of the year, I think you saw a lot of the large content creators, specifically Nick 2018 reach the last day of the promo and still have five, 600 packs because obviously he's rinsing every single player, which I recommend you do. Um, he didn't get through all his packs. However, with team of the season, even if you grind every player, you're almost definitely going to get through every single pack you save, even if you start saving at this time. So if you're trying to bust your load on team of the season, definitely go for it. However, you got to recognize that this is, this is the peak of FIFA right here. This is when the stress is gone. Team of the year is over. You don't have to try hard. You know, you, you can have fun with weekend league. You can build the teams you want. There's no pressure. There's no buildup um between like february through april and then during may the team of season hype gets insane but you've got potentially shapeshifters coming foot birthday always comes and i i thought foot birthday was master uh, uh, amazing last year. <laughs> i loved it i loved it um it's there's so much fun to be had between future stars and team of the season I think you're missing out a lot if you're just saving packs. What I would do if you're trying to do this sort of half a year long pack save is when something like league specific upgrades come, let's say it's for like two or three days 
during the peak of foot birthday or shapeshift or something like that, when they release those kinds of repeatable upgrades, start opening your packs then and open them for the remainder of the promo. If you're saving right, you should have at least a hundred packs left afterwards and you won't, you know, completely ruin your pack save, but you've given yourself a chance of packing these fun cards at a fun time. So it, I think there's ways to have both. It is tough. And I know, I think you and Slater mentioned beforehand when you were saving up your pack for the packing in that you, did you open up any pack below 25K in value? Yes. So I saved anything that had the guarantee of two rare golds or higher. So anything, Slater did a 25K pack value or higher. I did anything with the guarantee of two gold player i'm sorry two rare players are higher so small electron players packs things like that i opened as we went and ended up packing a sadio mane from an electron players pack i opened quite a few walkouts that gave me you know what i needed to keep the club healthy during the months of december and january so you can set those parameters for parameters for yourself for example give yourself 10 gold upgrade packs to open a week something like that to keep everything moving keep the club healthy while still saving packs. So there's so many ways to do it. And um, there's no wrong way as long as you're having fun. Yeah, I think that's the main thing. There's no wrong or right answer as far as saving packs. It's really whatever you feel like is best for you is probably the best mm -hmm. way to do it. Uh, Mark, I do want to ask you the next question here. We've got one from John. John says, uh, basically asking, why is a milestone section being ignored? I know you'll be, you've been grinding the game out a lot this year. Um, kind of what's been your take on the milestone section this year? So when I seen this question, I was hoping you'd ask me um, <laughs> because, yeah, um, it was a very fun concept which he introduced. But again, I think the reason the milestone came in was not for the Premier League. It wasn't for your La Liga or your Bundesliga, your top leagues. It was for these little leagues like the MLS and like the Eredivisie and the Chinese Super League, I don't think they've got one yet, but it was for the smaller ones. The Championship obviously has one. And it was to help with squad building and to link cards like uh, Rule Breaker or Para. You then had a purpose. You could fit him into a team around two or three other cards, which were, they weren't top tier meta, but they were usable. And I think the whole slowing down the power curve comes into it as well. Not wanting to give people these amazing cards, which is why they were from the lower leagues. And I don't think we will see the top leagues get them. But also, there's only a limited amount of leagues in FIFA. You know, If they keep releasing them, they're going to burn themselves out because not every league's going to get one. The Irish league, for example, probably is not going to get one. But you know, you've got the Chinese Super League, which can get one and one or two other leagues in there. So if they're if say they've got seven leagues they can release, that's only seven they have. They have to spread it out to keep it going a bit longer. So I think for now they've released a couple. We can grind towards them, they don't expire. And I can see in the coming weeks, or I hope at least we will see at least one or two more of them. So I hope that answered the question. Yeah, I think this mm. is a tough one purely because there's no right or, or no, there's no reason why they've not done it. Mm. I think they should have. Again, like we mentioned before, and they released the, I think it's the Pedro Goncalves, is that if I pronounce his name right? That there isn't many Liga NOS cards you can link with that guy. Again, you mentioned the Chinese Super League, which had loads of cards to begin with. You had the 
Anson Taliska rule break um rule breaker you had the Oscar record breaker you had the um Alex card as well there's loads of cards from these kind of maybe not minor leagues but leagues that are good enough that you could try and link in with the team and the fact that they've released these three milestone leagues very very early on in the game and haven't touched them since almost uh, it makes you think why there there is no it's this is such a tough question to answer because we all I think we can all agree here that there should be more miles and stuff. There should be more objects to grind through here. But the fact there isn't is kind of it's a bit baffling um at times here. I do want to kind of chuck this next question out to kind of everyone here. Um Paduzi, I'll start with you first here. What what how well do you think EA do, EA are doing with content this year? This is from Nana Binks. Uh I mean timing wise, not really that great. I mean, same thing like it's good. I mean, it's just, man, Team of the Year really disappointed me because I was really, really – it's like it's kind of like the logic behind it. It's like you would think that you'd figure out they would eventually come up with something like, hey, everyone's doing these league upgrades. I bet everyone's getting a ton of fodder. Let's release something that solves that problem. And then you're waiting on a repeatable SPC to solve that problem of um, having SPCs to put fodder in. It never comes out, so – you're kind of just stuck. And then were the people that kept a bazillion packs like I did and rinsed every single card into every single SVC, that became a huge problem because when you have such a massive amount of cards, um, you have ended up having all this fodder and there was just like nothing. It's kind of just like sometimes you have to add logic to what you're releasing. And I mean, as of like this one right now, the 82 to 88 and 81 um, plus player picks, hats off um that's fantastic but it's just sometimes i feel like they just like don't have a great promo but then the spcs just that you want just never come out or some or just talking about the um sheffield united striker comes out it just makes zero, zero sense with content so it's like very stingy on um things where you may you make a, a average 86 rated striker um just because he's prem um, very expensive. Yeah, you can go get, get Dybala, who's an insanely good player, but doesn't play for doesn't play for EPL. So let's make him a lot cheaper, even though he's a lot better. Yeah. So don't be sometimes uh, it's just like super it's, and it's just like super stingy. I feel like some of the SPCs that come out, you're like excited. And then you look at the requirements, you're like, well, they're a lot. It's just super stingy. So content wise, it's like seven out of ten. Mark, I'll go to you next here. Mark, what have you made of the uh, the content this year? Yeah, I'm actually going to back here a little bit here, which isn't like me. Um, just to sort of give a different viewpoint on it. Objectives, I've enjoyed. Um, a lot more things involved in friendlies. It's moved away from the Rivals scene. Rivals has become a completely different game mode. I think that's a big win. Yep, the SBCs are hit and miss, I feel, at times. And... I feel like EA have been this way for years with SBCs. They bring out an SBC, you think it's an amazing card, but it's a common recurring theme. There is always one minor thing wrong with these cards. With Dybala, it was his weak foot. So yes, good card, good price, weak foot's just missing. And it's always just one thing which is missing. Maybe it's a work rate, a weak foot. Maybe the pace isn't as high as it should be or... Rian Brewster, it's probably not a bad card, but it's too high in price. So, yep, there's room for improvement there, you know, but the content overall, 
I just like the way it's sort of been refreshed a bit. There's been a lot of new and sort of fresh content, fresh content. You know, you've got the player picks, which I think everybody loves. I know they're not new, but I feel like they've been more frequent this year. As in previous years, they might have only been in, I remember team of the year last year, they might have been here. So, yeah, you know, EA've got the hands tied. No matter what, they could release an amazing value SBC and people are still going to complain. They could release an objective where you play five games and you can get an 88 rated moments card people are still going to complain it's no matter what they do you know they've got their hands tied and you do feel a bit sorry for them yep do they make mistakes yes they mess up quite a lot but you know people always complain no matter what so and if, uh, if, yeah i feel a bit sorry for them i was gonna say even though they're making billions i feel sorry for them a little bit if you do have any uh if you don't like what EA have done this year, you can always DM Mark on Twitter and uh <laughs> and give him your opinions. <laughs> so I'll yeah, never really. have sympathy for EA ever <laughs> in my life. Sorry. We are gonna wrap things up there. Uh like we always do, we go through our guests where you can find them. We'll start with you, Mark. Where can people find you? People can find me over on Twitter and TikTok at Mark Foot Trader. There we go. And uh Jose, where can people find you? All social medias at Jose and Chill, Twitch, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube. Um, blown up on TikTok. So no. are you, Bristol. And uh, Jose, when do you normally stream as well? Wednesday through Sunday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time, 12.30 a.m. UK. There we go. And Paduzzi, where can people oh. find you? Every single social media platform, Twitter, Instagram. Um, You got TikTok. You got, obviously, YouTube and Twitch, which I stream every single day, um, usually overnight. So 12 a.m. Eastern Time, 5 a.m. UK time. Uh, But every single day on the grind. 100%. There we go. Sounds great, guys. Thank you very much for coming on. Mm-hmm.